Hello and welcome to the Teach for the Heart podcast. I'm your host, Linda Cardamus, and I'm here to give you the ideas and inspiration you need to overcome your teaching challenges and make a lasting difference in your students' hearts and lives. This season, we're tackling one of teachers' biggest problems, how to find work-life balance amidst all the craziness of teaching. We're focusing on overarching principles and productivity tips that will help you get everything done without letting it take over your life. Last week, we looked at 25 specific ways that you can save time and take home less work, embracing the concept that little changes add up to big results. Today, we're going to talk about how budgeting your time can make you truly rich. I don't know how many of you budget your money, but as I was thinking about this concept of finding balance and managing our time, I realized that there's so many parallels between budgeting money and budgeting time, and I noticed some important lessons that we can learn from these comparisons, so I'd love to explore them with you today. You know, just as budgeting and planning your money is key to finding financial freedom, Just in that same way, budgeting and planning your time is key to finding freedom and balance in your life. And using time wisely is actually what makes us truly rich. It gives us the opportunity to be rich in our relationships, rich in fun, rich in enjoyment of all that God has given us. So whether or not you actually budget your money, I think you, we can all benefit from learning how to wisely budget or wisely schedule our time. And as a side note, if you don't budget your money, you could probably also benefit from learning that too. But we're going to focus mainly today on budgeting our time. So let's look at five keys to budgeting our time wisely so that we can be truly rich. First of all, The first concept is to spend your time on paper first. All right, so when you're creating a financial budget, you want to, the goal is to plan ahead of time where you're going to spend your money. In essence, you're spending your money on paper before you spend it in real life. This keeps you from making potentially foolish impulse purchases. On the other hand though, it also frees you to enjoy what you do purchase without feeling guilty because you know it was part of the plan and it's not going to keep you from being able to pay next month's rent. So um, spending money on paper ahead of time is really wise. The same principle is true with our time. Now, we don't need to literally plan every single minute of our day, but the goal is to plan the big pieces at least instead of just letting our lives happen and letting our time just go wherever it happens to go. What would happen if you started planning at least the big picture things like when you're going to work, when you're going to cook, when you're going to sleep, and when you're simply going to be present with your family? You know, it's a whole lot easier to walk away from your work when you know you're following a plan than when you're just thinking, oh, I'll just get one more thing done because we all know there's always one more thing. As a side note about this, as you're developing your plan, Realize that there will always be something else to do. Just like in finances, there's always something else you'd like to buy. The reality is we only have a finite amount of time. Um, So the point is to spend your time or your money on paper first so that you have a clear head to look at all your priorities, not just what's happening at that very moment. So the first tip is to spend your time on paper first. Second tip is to plan for the unexpected. 
All right, when someone's first learning to budget money, um, he might set aside, set up a plan kind of based on normal bills and spending habits. Now, this works for a while, but it really is a rookie mistake because when an unexpected car repair or medical bill shows up, the whole plan can be easily derailed. Once you get a little more experience in budgeting, you realize that it's very wise to plan for the unexpected, to set aside some money each month for future car repairs, bills, or surprise expenses. That way, when the unexpected comes, it's not such a big deal. Now, it'd be nice if we could save up extra time for when we need it, but it doesn't quite work that way. But that doesn't mean we shouldn't plan for the unexpected. When we're scheduling our time, it's important to create margin or extra blank space wherever possible. That way, when things come up, which they inevitably will, it's a lot easier to deal with it if you have some of that extra space um, than if every single minute is jam-packed and you're running from thing to thing to thing to thing. We talked earlier in this season about how it's possible to run from thing to thing to thing to thing There's going to be days like that, but your whole week, your whole month for sure, on an average, you know, average week, it shouldn't, the whole week shouldn't be jam-packed. If you do, you're basically planning to have problems. So number one, spend your time on paper so you can have a clear head. Number two, plan for the unexpected. Number three is to roll with the punches. And I get this phrase from actually the budgeting software I use, which is you need a budget, which I actually highly recommend. Um, But anyhow, um, this concept is that wise budgeters understand this concept. They know that their plan is going to be derailed. So they don't let it throw them off. Instead, they just roll with it. The electric bill was more than we thought. Okay, we'll pull the money from the clothing fund. Uh, Car repair was more than we'd saved up. Well, that's why we have an emergency fund. This roll-with-the-punches attitude is really important in budgeting money because a lot of times people will quit. What happens um, is when some people will start budgeting and they'll realize, you know, this will happen. Something will come up and they'll just be like, forget it. Budgets don't work. My whole plan is messed up and whatever. I guess I can't do this. But instead, you can't let that happen. You simply need to roll with the punches, adjust, and move on. The same is absolutely true with budgeting our time. You know, things are going to come up. And even if we've built in some margin, sometimes that built-in space still isn't going to be enough to cover it. When that happens, we can't let that throw us off completely or make us give up on the concept of scheduling time. Instead, we simply need to pause, take a look at our plan, Move around some things. Once again, we're being intentional here. We're not letting it happen to us. We're stopping and saying, okay, what can I switch up? How can I make this work with this situation I've been given? And create a new plan to finish out the week or the day, maybe even just to get through the day. Um, So once again, just like with budgeting money, the key is to not let these unexpected events throw you. They're going to happen. So expect them, adjust, and simply move on and realize next week is a clean slate. Tip number four is to get ahead. You know, when it comes to finances, living paycheck to paycheck stinks. Um, It's stressful. Uh, you're, You're like living like right on that edge. So if living paycheck to paycheck stinks, so does barely finishing each task the minute before it's due. You know, when you're working on something that has to be done like within the hour, you're going to be stressed, and that's going to take an extra toll on you. But when you're working on something for next week, 
not as much. So that's why it's so valuable to batch projects and work ahead whenever possible. We talked a little bit more about this in episode 14. And Angela Watson talks a lot about it in the 40-Hour Teacher Workweek Club, which I'm going to introduce to you a little bit later this season. Now, obviously, we're, we're talking about getting ahead, batching. This is obviously easier said than done. But if you were trying to break the paycheck-to-paycheck cycle financially, what would you do? Well, you'd tighten up your budget, build in some extra reserve, and you'd work at it until you got there. The same thing is true with your time. If you want to plan ahead, you have to schedule time for that purpose. And believe me, you'll be glad you did. Now, one other thing to keep in, in mind with this is that there will be times, there will be seasons when you're not ahead, okay? Same thing with finances. There are just times when when things are tight. And um, don't let that discourage you either. There will be days when when you're just barely making it. But if your entire life is like that, that's where you you're, that stress is going to really take a toll. So if that's been your habit, for if you look back on the last year and that's how everything has been, then it might be wise to look at look at your time and really say, I, I've got to change this and schedule some time to get ahead. The last tip is to invest in what matters most. You know, this is true with both finances and with time. You know, when I think of money, sometimes it seems like when you're investing, it's not going anywhere. Like it's just gone from your account into a nebulous IRA that you're going to use eventually, but you don't see for a while. But here's the thing. That investment might not be urgent, but it's very important to invest, to sit, to, you know, to think about the future. The same thing is absolutely true with our time. We need to invest our time, or at least a percentage of our time, into what really matters, even if it's not urgent at the time. And the ironic thing is that some of the things that are most important in our life don't feel that urgent. You know, taking time to connect with students at school, to, to develop that relationship, that's not, that's not normally an urgent thing. But it's really important if you want to make a difference. Same thing with family. Um, your kids, your spouse, your, your, your um, siblings, friend, relationships with friends. These things are very important. Relationship with God as well. But once again, they're not urgent. They're not banging on our door saying, um, you know, I need this by tomorrow. That's why we have to be intentional about investing in these things that really matter. And that's why it's good to put it in our time budget, as it were, um, so that we go ahead and we do invest in those things that are important, those things that are going to impact the rest of our lives and even impact eternity. So just to review, talking about budgeting our time, number one, we're going to spend our time on paper first. Number two, plan for the unexpected. Number three, roll with the punches. Four, work to get ahead. And number five, invest in what matters most. Let's finish with a brief word of prayer. Father, thank you so much just for this opportunity to speak to these teachers. And thank you that they took a little bit of time out of their day to listen. And I just pray that you will help them to invest in what matters most, that they will learn to be intentional with their time and to use it wisely, and that you will guide all of us in figuring out exactly where you would have us spend our time and our life. In your name I pray, amen. 
So glad to have you this week. Next week, we're going to be talking about some reasons why you simply cannot keep up this pace. And very shortly, I'm going to be able to introduce you a little bit more. I've been talking a little bit about the 40 Hour Teacher Workweek Club. We're going to be talking more about that here in the next few episodes. Speaking of which, Angela Watson, who is the creator of the 40 Hour Teacher Workweek, has graciously offered to give away a copy of her guide, How to Choose a Target Number of Work Hours and Stick to It. If We've been talking about budgeting and scheduling our time, and this is absolutely the resource, the resource to help you get started on it. And it's absolutely free at teachfortheheart.com slash balance. If you'd like the notes or links, you can find them at teachfortheheart.com slash podcast 17. Looking forward to seeing you next week. In the meantime, keep growing, keep striving. You really are making a difference.